If you ask me right now what being a good friend means, I would say that being a good friend means that you are able to be your best self with whoever your friends are. You should be able to share your honest thoughts and emotions with your friends and listen to their honest thoughts and the things that they have to say. You also should help your friends whenever you can, and if your friends are good to you, they should help you whenever they can as well. In all honesty, I think that the essence of friendship isn't even about finding someone that you have a lot in common with, but finding someone who you can communicate with in the best way possible. As someone who is in the middle of her college career, I have finally learned what true friendship is. The way I communicate with people and the way I interpret certain things people do or say is different from the way most people do these things. As a young child, I was diagnosed with high-functioning autism. Autism is a developmental disorder that's characterized by difficulties in forming and maintaining social relationships, impairment of the ability to communicate, and repetitive behavior patterns with restricted interests and activities. As a person with autism, the main way that I form friendships now is through common interests that I have with other people, such as video games, photography, or film. This seems like a pretty obvious way to form friendships, but for me it was not so obvious growing up. The common interests that neurotypical people might have were the restricted interests that I had. Also, in elementary school, I didn't have the same interests as most of the other kids. This was before we had access to smartphones, so I was mainly interested in reading books such as Diary of a Wimpy Kid or Geronimo Silton, and it did not help that I was and still am very quiet. I don't usually speak unless I am spoken to. These features that I had led to me not speaking to too many people during my elementary school years. I just had a couple of close friends who I would hang out with during recess and sit next to during class. If they were ever out sick for the day, I would just wander around by myself wondering why I couldn't be running across the playground like all the other children. They were all so comfortable in their large friend group with their classmates. It felt like everyone around me had something in their body that they could use to talk to other people and I didn't have that thing in my own body. After that came my middle school years. These years were the hardest years of my life socially. I didn't go to the same middle school as any of my elementary school friends, so I ended up going to an entirely different environment. It was not easy to adjust at all. I ended up being even more quiet than I was in elementary school because I didn't see anyone who obviously had the same interests that I did. This is when I was first introduced to video games and I thoroughly enjoyed playing them. But I didn't hear any of my fellow students talking about video games so I thought that I wouldn't be able to get along with any of them. Because of this, I would just silently walk from class to class and almost never say a word. It would get really lonely for me at times, and I started understanding how someone can be in a room full of other people, but feel completely alone. It felt like the world was a puzzle, and I was a piece from a different puzzle that just didn't fit in or belong there. My quietness affected my life so much to the point where I couldn't even talk to my teachers without one of my parents around. I remember going to my first parent-teacher conference in middle school, and my mom and I saw one of my teachers passing by. My mom encouraged me to talk to the teacher and I knew that I should, but it felt like my body and my brain was preventing me from doing so. 
Before entering middle school, my child was in a very diverse elementary school where there were two teachers per classroom, which allowed more focus on disabled children. But upon entering middle school, the classes were larger, there was only one teacher, there was less diversity, and since it was in our home neighborhood and the students came from a different neighborhood, that of course affected her school environment. She was placed in a general education class when she was supposed to be in a high achievers class. She was finally placed in one after her first semester, after her teachers saw that she could do very well in that setting. During the parent-teacher conferences, we were told she was doing well and she made good grades and she was responsive to the teachers, but she needed to interact with other students and teachers more socially. And that has been one of our ongoing challenges. Our family has been praying for her to open up and respond more in the different areas of the school's environment as well as any other environments that she has to be in. We have also learned through this journey that we're on that we can't dwell on a child's deficits. We can certainly work on those as best we can, but we have to do that while concentrating on accentuating the child's strengths as well. But everything changed for me when I joined the school band in seventh grade. I played clarinet in the band, and some of the other members of the clarinet section became people who I felt I had a solid friendship with. I could actually tell them what I was thinking and they would be willing to listen and laugh with me. After not feeling that for a long time, feeling a connection with someone was like a breath of fresh air. But once again, I was only really friends with three people at the most. I could never count the number of school friendships that I had on more than one hand. I became envious of people who seemed like they were just so popular and they could talk to other people so easily. Throughout my life, I've always had to adjust to the fact that that's not who I am. It takes me longer to form friendships and connections. When I was growing up, it always felt like there was a standard for people to have so many friends. And I just never had that due to my lack of ability to communicate with other people. And I'm just slowly realizing that I'll never meet that standard and that's all right. In high school, it became a lot easier for me to form friendships with people. I found some other people who liked video games, and I joined clubs that I was interested in, such as the film department and the band, and I met some wonderful people there who I could talk with and listen to. And I don't mean to brag, but I now CAN count the friendships that I have on more than one hand. Nowadays, I definitely do have some amazing friends who I can reach out to and who sometimes reach out to me. However, I can't say that me feeling like a different puzzle piece has completely changed. It still takes me longer than most people to form friendships, and that is something that I am adjusting more and more to every day. I'm a college student at this point, and I have recently met a lot of great people. I'm sure I will continue to meet even more people along the way, but what I need to remember is to be honest with myself about my autism and Recognize that everyone lives differently and has a different pattern of communication. 
There may even be people who are also autistic, but have no problem speaking to other people or sharing their opinions and their hobbies. Knowing that keeps me in the right state of mind and stops me from being too hard on myself during social interactions. During the rest of my college years and throughout my future, I want to take more leadership positions in the organizations that I am a part of. Surprisingly, I have always been a good public speaker and I believe that I have the ability to be an effective leader. I also want to apply for more jobs and internships because that is the only way I will gain experience in my major, which is film and media. Right now, I am marking this time to put myself out there even more than I already have. Not only to make more friendships, but to inspire the people around me to be themselves as well. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more teen-produced podcasts like this one, subscribe to Vox ATL on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, or check us out at voxatl.org.